My name is Keen, and I've seen more pricks than a second-hand dartboard. Bag of chips, more like bag of shite. And I'm James, and we've watched the Vivian in Hollywood, so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> and really, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, of course, you're listening to Sissy the Pod. This is a sort of midweek episode we bring to you. We've watched some drag-related content in the past and shared our thoughts. We've done Dragula. We've done uh, Moving Parts with Trixie Mattel. We thought, sure, didn't we start Drag Race UK? Won't we watch the Vivian takes the Hollywood? Sure, wouldn't it only be delight? I know. She packed up her three Rupeter badges and went off to Hollywood to make a shocking documentary. If you haven't watched it, The Rivian Takes on Hollywood is on Wire Presents Plus. What were you expecting? Um, I think that, sadly, I was expecting what it turned out to be, which was not a very good, sort of slightly high production value YouTube show that, yeah, probably tried to be funny but actually wasn't funny and might have been much more interesting if they just had, like, actually... Like, if they'd actually just, like, done a more serious work-the-world style, sort of, following her. I'd have much preferred Mm. to watch that over what we got, which was kind of, like, really forced wackiness. Exactly. And what I was expecting from the opening sort of monologue that we've seen in front of every six episodes was a Trixie Mattel moving apart style doc when she's over in Hollywood and she's doing the tour and stuff like that. And I was like, that'd be interesting. And... I mean, I presume the majority of people listening to this won't have watched it. Um, what you get is the Vivian is in LA. She's going to shoot a music video. Also, one thing I think to, to clarify, because like uh, plenty of plenty of people have just started listening to Sissy the Pod for the American Drag Race, which is probably a much more well-known show, uh, that the Vivian is the winner of Drag Race UK. If you're not familiar, <laughs> okay. and the prize for winning Drag Race UK was that mm. you got to make this WoW Presents plus documentary with them in Hollywood. And they made a big deal throughout Drag Race UK of the fact that you were get your prize is going to involve making this documentary in Hollywood. Um, and then they sort of, well, you know, then they, they, I mean, they spent the entire time talking about a crap prize it was. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's what I was, I was like, this is the prize. This is the equivalent of the $100,000. There's going to be a big budget. There's going to be good production values on this. Uh, and the idea is that Vivian's gone over to New York, or sorry, to LA to film a music video. And each episode, she's honing her craft. She's learning how to act. She's learning how to sing. Yes. She's learning how to dance. However... <laughs> They, she says at the start, being like, you know, this isn't a scripted documentary. This is going to be real. It's going to be warts and all. You know, none of that shit. You're going to get the real Vivian in this. And then they proceed to put her in these scripted scenarios with these annoying people, including Daniel Franzese. And it just comes yeah, across as so like, inauthentic. The whole thing, and it had so many kind of like gags running through the the thing, like which which like just annoyed me. So one of the one of the like themes running through the entire episode is that so the vivian in each episode she meets with an expert in order for this expert to prepare her for a different aspect of what it takes to perform or to record a music video and the sort of running gag through all of them was that each of the like kind of like experts that she was meeting also had to like because hollywood's a crazy place and they all had these other jobs so it was like she met the singing coach and there was this like whole big fakery about her like working behind the bar and she met the like Daniel Franzi and then it was like oh he actually was working as an Uber driver and then Bruce Flanch showed up and he supposedly was a masseuse and it's just like it, it was so 
unnecessary and so forced. And like the interactions then were kind of really, like the interactions were just really false as well. They were absolutely hampered by the stupid premises that they were put to do, forced to do. And I would have, like, I think I would have preferred that if they had, like, you know, if, I mean, if they just had gotten actual experts, like, the Daniel Franzi thing really did annoy me, because I'm like, dude, literally, what have you done? Literally, what have you done? Like, <laughs> I did like that when she was like, though, oh, I'm going to meet some Hollywood legends. He's like, oh, thank you. She's like, oh, no, no, not you. <laughs> No, I specifically know you. You and Hollywood Expressions. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. It's, it's the Vivian takes on Hollywood some stars. Um. Yeah. I did and I kind of like I kind of enjoyed that episode only because I do a bit of improv and I just enjoyed how like cheesy and American and annoying the improv troupe were. And it's just yeah. kind of like that's so improv as well. And I don't know if you've watched Broad City, but as well, there's like an improv troupe Broad City who are just that really sort of cringy and bad stuff. Oh. So I enjoyed that, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I found that episode. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. I enjoyed it in that way as well. Of like, this is really cringy. I, I'm, mm. I, I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable being part of it. <laughs> Um, yeah. But and I, I don't know. There's the whole weird thing about that poor guy who had to strip off, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. That was uncomfortable. That was yeah. Uncomfortable. That was uncomfortable. Yeah. I was like, oh, take care. Yeah, no. And then like the Vivian's character as well was sort of inconsistent because sort of throughout it, like you would see her like she was she was really good on 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 Drag Race UK, and and actually she was very funny and very charming, and like she has the like the power to do some amazing kind of like impersonations. She did a share impersonation in one of the the last episodes of the thing and it was really good and when she would be doing some of the talking heads to camera you could tell it was like just her but then a lot of the time you could tell it was like the scripted kind of like fake thing like when she had that like fake meltdown in the yeah. dance studio where she's like oh i'm a i'm gonna like it 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 was just it was just bad it was just bad and it felt like it was all filmed in the one day as well because she had the same eye makeup for the entire documentary exactly the same and she had like like it was the exact like the exact same eye makeup for the entire and i was like either you've just like decided that you're just gonna have the same face for all of this like for which would which wouldn't make sense to me because obviously you're like the wigs were different and the 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 the, like the costumes were different but so i was like why i don't know i was like did they literally film this in one day like did they actually film this all the talking heads were probably done in a day oh yeah but like the actual the rest of the like the weird bits where she's out in her scooter going around town when she headed off to like meet dita ritson on china at uh at like mickey's sort of like a a home in the way style uh nightclub with like four people in it yeah i really felt it actually it really constricted her because she's really good off the cuff. And actually, the best episode by a considerable amount was episode five, where all it is is her and this other British guy, I'm not really sure, and they're choosing which dancers to cast. And there's no script. Yeah. There's just the dancers dancing for them and her coming out with some funny one-liners. And I like I actually smiled at that episode. Um, and that's what this whole thing should have been. It should have just been put the Vivian in some weird American scenarios and just let her do her thing. Don't force any narrative out of her. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I, I, you know, if you if you want to do this idea of kind of like, oh, she's she's learning from all these experts and whatever, like, you know, that's an interesting thing to do, but let it be authentic. Don't create these like weird sort of mm. wacky, zany sort of things. And then like shoehorning 
people like the whole thing with Bruce Flanch, I, I didn't understand that. Like I know he's very well known of a particular time. He obviously has links back to Bette Midler, obviously, and Cher, and that's a big like a, a big part of the Vivian's drag is based around Cher, like Cher impersonations. But it's just like he didn't fit in and like his he, like his mm. his whole part of it really like seemed to have just been like like essentially he was there because he, he'd met Cher and Bette Midler one time that was the whole reason he was there <laughs> and you couldn't get a decent conversation out of him because he had to keep getting up and going into this room where people were making sex noises and like it's there's so many jokes in this that are so obvious from the outset that what the punchline yeah. is and they they keep it going for a while like that one you you hear him doing something this morning i was like he's getting a massage yeah. and it takes about 20 minutes to get to that conclusion and they're like oh you're having a massage and you're like for fuck's sake yeah. like how stupid do you think i am and even in episode five when they see all the dancers and then he's like actually i have one more for you and he goes behind stage and, and i like, was like because i was waiting i was like every episode now we've had the annoying thing where the like supposed expert has a kind of like a, has a um has like a side hustle they're working on because they need to like mm. make their money or whatever and i was like so he's going to come out now and he's going to be the dancer you know, at least his yeah. dancing and then he was, came out. at least his dancing was entertaining. Like it was like really fucking terrible <laughs> and like kind of like my he was my favourite character on it. I would I would I would watch a show about him. Oh yeah. Oh one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then even episode six. So this whole premise is she's learning to shoot a music video. Episode six comes along, sorry, music video, not gonna happen. Yeah. And Chat the Chad Michaels. Yeah. We're gonna talk and then we're gonna do like a really long um lip sync of a RuPaul song where we like walk around a What song was that? Oh, it's If I Dream, you might remember it because it was the one I think that they did for do you remember they had to make the butterfly headpieces on like season four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they had I can't remember what the name of the, the, the woman in who had like the It was like it was like a ill fan. Yes, exactly, and and she like she had like been lip syncing to some of RuPaul's songs on YouTube or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then so then she came in and they made and that's the, that, I remember that's when they used that song before. Um, but also like there's a little bit of me that now thinking about it. It's kind of like you're kind of implying that like because a, a lot of the way through it, like there's like jokes about kind of like no one watches Drag Race UK, no one like knows who this Drag Race. So like kind of the the jokes around but. Sort of, which I was sort of like, you're kind of disrespecting the, like, her as the queen from the UK. Like, I understand that it's like a funny joke, but like, shouldn't you try to be like treating this new branch of the franchise with like some more kind of, like, I suppose, respect or something? Mm, I don't know, because just a lot of jokes, like even say like Angina and Dita Dita Ritz who both showed up and then were kind of like, oh, what's a Drag Race UK? I've never heard of that. And I was like, "Uh, listen, you're both great queens and we we, we love you as dearly, but she actually won her competition. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah I, I don't know I was uh, I was somewhat uh, I was underwhelmed by the whole thing and then I thought it, it was like in the last episode Vivian and Chad are both being Cher and they're chatting to each other and Chad openly jokes uh, like at the fact that the Vivian gets this series as her prize in lieu of the hundred grand <laughs> like if if the show is openly pissing on the show <laughs> which is a prize that's a fucking awful sign <laughs> no i know i was i i, I was one, like i was wondering obviously i i'm assuming that the prize will be different for the next season of drag race uk because they can't do this again because 
Like, because I think they, they got nope, away. She was. She actually wasted time doing it. <laughs> they got, she got away with a certain amount, or they got away with a certain amount because nobody knew what it was going to be. So no one was mm. like, no one, no, no one knew going into it like what it was. So you, you watched it kind of like to see if it was going to warm up, but like you wouldn't watch season two's winner going over there to piss about the place with Bruce Blanche <laughs> or like I don't Latoya Jackson. Someone like that. After seeing that the real winner of Drag Race UK was defeated to Campbell because she didn't have to waste her time going over to yeah. LA and doing that shite. Well, she was probably with... did like a few club appearances and made more money than the Vivian did. No, absolutely. I suppose at least the Vivian got a foreign holiday for the year. Um, which yeah. isn't something that many of us got. Um but no, it was it was shocking. Um, as I was saying to you before we started recording, um, in addition to watching all of the the Vivian takes on Hollywood today, I also watched all twelve episodes of Normal People. Um, so I just am like, you know, I don't know. I, I'm much more invested in the Normal People uh, content <laughs> yeah. at the moment. I was just like, no, we're we're done with that. <laughs> I can barely remember but- what happened in the Vivian. <laughs> it's 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 weird because I mean, the Vivian I think is so strong, and I think. I think she's managed to like it's a weird thing. I think she's managed to do this absolute shite product and come out of it unscathed because I think it's clear it's not her idea. Yeah, like I I don't look at her any less f- because of this because I can tell it's not her idea. I like I I don't know. I guess that we're kind of used to when Drag Race finishes up, the winner kind of is a bit invisible until like they come to do like a tour here and. Like, maybe because the Vivian is a UK queen and, like, kind of, you know, has been knocking around for a while, it it does somehow kind of, like, proximity to it makes it feel less grand or something. So, kind of, like, there is, like, in my view, this show and the way it's kind of been talked about has, has kind of been, like, you know, like, there was such fanfare when Drag Race UK started. And it was, like, it was going to be, like, seen, it was, like, Rue was hosting it, Michelle was there on the judges panel. It was going to be, like, standing shoulder to shoulder with the Drag Race US. I feel like this show has sort of undermined that a little bit I, I don't think that like the Vivian has been say featured as much by like actual drag race or you know like I, I sort of feel like it sort of has made me sort of less excited for drag race season two in the UK because it sort of was like it, it like it's like oh this is like less of a serious show it's not like it's not you know as it, it's not as serious or it's not as um Weighted, but but to be fair, like it, it, they won. She won in November, and then it was Christmas time, and things were only supposed to be kicking off for them now. Like we see, bag of chips is on MasterChef UK. Yeah, I'm sure other things were supposed to be happening for them now. Tours and all that stuff that's all been stopped because of COVID. So I think that's probably played more of an impact than we might know. Uh, yeah, and I guess like I suppose like thinking back to DragCon at the beginning of the year, like the queues for those like for. I was going to call them the big four, but um, <laughs> <laughs> before, before, before like D- Davina, Baga, Cheryl and Blue, they, and the Vivians, the big five, um, <laughs> were huge and people were really enthusiastic to see them and they did get a great response. But then at the same time, like, I suppose, like even Scaredy Cat and Gothy had enormous cues, but I suppose at the same time, there wasn't that many kind of super high caliber U- US queens knocking about at us. Well, or, all anyway, of All Stars Five were there. Yeah, but n- no one cared about All Stars Five then. Like I know, like because it hadn't been announced, people <laughs> yeah. were like Blair Saint. Who? <laughs> oh my God! Who's that woman standing in front of Tina Barris? Get out of the way, Blair! <laughs> How could this be better? I don't know, um, because I think they're hampered by the fact that they can't give a monetary prize, and it's not that, like, 
I would have said a a like a, a tour or a live event or a show that they got to run or something or like headlining some sort of like big pride event somewhere something that like was like a might be a better way to go something that is like sort of you know it's it's performance based they're going out and they're doing drag rather than like maybe even like the winner sort of headlines the work the world tour or something like that like something like that Mm. because you can't give them money but something like that which will get their recognition will get them get them kind of performing and not having something that feels frankly like a bit of like a sideshow that that just was kind of swept under the carpet a bit the only thing about the tour and i was thinking that as well like the strictly come dancing style live tour are you then, if you can't pay them to do the tour, are you then taking actual nights away from them for which they could be play, paid? Or is um, there some like underhand things that you're like, oh, you get a place on the tour and, you know, you get all this spending money and your accommodation paid for, which is kind of like a loophole of getting the money? I, I, I hadn't even thought about the fact that obviously if they were, they like they can't give the money, so therefore they're, so unless it's like, the wow presents people whatever money they put into creating this show was just given to the vivian as appearance fee for whatever thing is she's headlining i i don't i don't know i'm not because i mean they must have given her money because somebody must have paid for this show so i don't i don't know i mean i don't think they paid much for the show but somebody paid for it no and i would say like she was over there for a long weekend if any time at all like she she was not like she she wasn't and i'd be curious to know like what hotel she was staying at and like Mm. you know Mm. like how how much of like a a luxury experience it was for her because i can't imagine it would be um she didn't even get to film in the like the way presents basement that that trixie and katia to give out about (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true um yeah i know it's it's hard to know um, I, I, the only thing I was thinking was I'm just thinking of people who've been on Big Brother and have got TV shows out of it yeah like do you remember Princess Nikki yes I do like if you got um, the Vivian to do something like that like the Vivian going around just like normal people doing normal jobs and her just having a laugh with bin men and stuff like that like I think that would actually be entertaining yeah I, I just do but I think it's like it it, it also struggles from the fact that it's in such like an inaccessible location like fair enough you know 4.99 whatever months for your web presents uh subscription which is grand we both pay it but we have a drag race podcast so Mm. we kind of have to pay it (laughs) like i mean there's so many other subscription services out there you've got your netflix you've got your you know amazon prime all the rest of them your disney plus like you're you're it's it's adding up you're not going to spend 4.99 a month in order to have oh, I've got to see, like, you're not going to go watch it there. So it's not going to bring in any new people I wouldn't have thought. So I think, yeah, if it would be, whatever whatever they were giving the person, whatever kind of, if they're giving someone like a TV show or a, a series like this, it needs to be featured more prominently somewhere much more accessible for it to be worth the while of that person making it and giving up the time to make it and putting the energy into it. Because at the moment, she's created a pretty crap um, sort of six part series that very few people are going to see and for them like not the vast majority for a lot of people I would say their experience of the Vivian meets Hollywood might be listening to this terror part <laughs> review that we're giving <laughs> we actually will ask during the week in in um uh, uh, in the stories if you have watched uh, The Vivian in Hollywood or if you oh, yeah. intend to watch The Vivian in Hollywood because it'd be interesting to know like how many other people are watching it or what people think about yeah, it yeah if you're if you're listening to this today like the day this comes out on Wednesday go on Instagram yeah. and answer the story yes. yeah because we be interested to know whether you've watched it and whether yeah. 
whether whether you've watched it or whether you would watch it after, <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah and please like let us like if you disagree with us in any way if you're like oh my god chortling in the streets at that time daniel franzi <laughs> pretend to be an uber driver then please like let us know <laughs> yeah because we can you know we can show you some good comedy <laughs> yeah exactly we can he's already said he's an insufferable <laughs> improv troupe <laughs> he can bring some of that energy <laughs> if you're going to do a TV show at least let her plug her wares did she not have some other things she could have plugged did she not actually have music she could have put out I that was assu- one thing I ass- yeah I assumed there was going to be a single or like there was going to be music that was going to be released and that it would be like go listen to the Vivian on yeah no there was none of that and second thing is is this a copy and paste format would we have seen exactly the same thing if Davina had done it and would it have been any better um I think that that I think that like yeah I think the show format had been previously decided and that they would not have changed it for a different winner but I think the energy would have been very different so I think if you'd had bag of chips it would have been even more camp even more kind of slapdash um kind of approach if Davina had won it would have been um, it probably would have been much more serious uh, and had like a lot less of that kind of like humor about it uh, yeah well and, and that humor by the way is in a massive inverted <laughs> um so p- potentially a Davina de Campo version of that would have been more enjoyable because it might have been sort of more actively about creating a, a, a music video to put out the thing is the, I, what i think that i have learned over the last number of months so it was like november of last year when they crowned the first uh, drag race uk uh winner vivian wins obviously I, from then to now I just realized that the the two queens that I still follow on Instagram that I still like actually watch their Insta stories when they come up I actually like engage with are Blue Hydrangea and Cheryl Hole. I mm. I think that they're the real stars that have come out of that show. I think the Vivian like I I don't like I thought she was a spectacular queen on the on the show and she was really good but I, I actually just I'm now like I don't know that she's necessarily translated well into kind of like a drag race winner if if that makes sense. Um, I know what you mean. I don't know about that last sentence, but I mean, I think you you have. I suppose if, if our head to head queen thing we did in the story is a perfect example of this. You have queens who do really well on Drag Race because they are really sort of professional and they can sing and they can dance and they can do all the things that are good on the show. And then yeah. there's queens who are come across better on social media and have better personalities. Um, and I think Blue and Cheryl. Are like an Alyssa Edwards always sort of underperforms in the show, but always comes across great in TV. Whereas the Vivian is like a, a Shea Coulee. Maybe I need to. I, I've been. I've had my opinion coloured of the Vivian now from watching this show, where I'm just like, <laughs> I like, I'm like, I don't think you're a good performer, but she actually is a really good performer. And you forget that because her her Trump on Snatch Game was absolutely hilarious. Her ad for the water was really funny. Mm. Like some of the looks she threw out on the runway were really really good, and like even just the shade and the the, the rows between her and Davina and the working. So there was an awful lot of the really good who put there. fifty cents in Cheryl. Iconic, <laughs> iconic. Yes. No, you forget like, about that. For me, Vivian is somebody who, like, you know, if I was, and when we were judging those those head to heads in the stories, my category was, who do I trust can do a good job, and I like. Vivian, I would like ninety five percent of the time, I'd be confident she'd do a really, really good job. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you know? No, so. that is, that is true. I I should I should stop hating on the Vivian. I need to I need to to give it a rest. The poor Vivian. 
she is she's she's a better drag queen than the terrible reality show that they made. Her yeah. Make. Oh, this is uh, yeah. This really cheapened her brand. It it did. It really did. You know. Also, like, and this is this is this is a, this has just occurred to me. I think kind of. Do you know that the Gemma Gemma in isolation, the Gemma, Gemma Collins, Collins thing. Podcast. Gemma Collins in in no the she did like a a series there a while ago. I watched a few bits of it. It's where that um that that sort of iconic clip of her walking down the streets like to the building like oh hello boys can't hug you know the corona like, yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. where that comes from okay like I I think that that a UK queen suits a UK humor that this show was never going to turn the Vivian into like a big star state in the states so like they should have done something it would have been better to see like a uh, a Geordie Shore, The Only Way is Essex, sort of style-like kind of reality show. Exactly like you're saying, Princess Nikki, basically. But, like, mm. with the Vivian as a kind of, like... Go, or like going even if tour. you want to do an American, uh, like a talk show. They love the talk shows over there. Have her, like, yeah, a... they sing- did try I, that terrible version with the Trump and Margaret Thatcher. and it No, no, but have work. the Vivian doing it. Like, an actual talk show rather than, like, the scripted, cringy comedy thing. Like, World of Wonder do some stuff about profiling. Like, Jamal Sims has a doc up on, on where it presents about black dancers and how kind of like it's not in, in the sort of black culture over there and they they why are supposed to seem to do these spotlight things sort of promoting people or stories that don't get to be heard but they you know it's hidden down <laughs> in the yeah. you know it's not their big content if you had something like the vivian and she kind of has guests on she talks about important issues but she also has a laugh and does some fun games you know that would be a much more interesting show because they're pushing the narrative on a few things especially how far behind they are on like trans issues and stuff like yeah. that you know that would be something no. that would work better if if there was an american production company on it whereas the princess nikki i think it was, it was british something I I suppose basically I just I feel like they they would have been better pushing the British angle and keeping it more in the yeah. UK and going down that particularly with her as the winner I think she would have lended herself because she is very witty she's got good one liners that I, I think that even like her having kind of like there's a lot of references to bag of chips throughout the whole thing and you know even like having kind of some of the the UK other UK queens feature in it it, it might have been more it would have been more entertaining. It would have been more entertaining if they'd done that. What would you give it out of 10? I would give it 2 out of 10. Yeah, I was thinking 2 as well. (laughs) And a whole point of that is because of episode 5. And the other whole point from that is that I think she kept her her wittiness, even though the, the format was shocking. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. For for me, the the, the that one episode where the dancers was the, the one. If you're going to watch one, if you're going to get your free sort of your free yeah, month, month of wag <laughs> then then head on in there like there's lots work the world is a great documentary watch that there's loads of good stuff party monsters on there loads of interesting stuff and then watch episode five of the video <laughs> in hollywood i'd love to know and, what she thinks of it i because i would say that she's not someone who can like hold, like i think that she would be very honest i'd say if you saw her in a club she would be very honest about how shy it was and even like the way like the ad- attitude of it like at the end of it when they were like wrapping up the thing and it was all like oh you know kind of like oh right next one in next one out kind of thing like there was a whole like the, the part of the sent part of the humor was an awareness of how terrible this thing that they'd made was yeah. <laughs> bad <laughs> <laughs> bad, 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 bad. bad. 
So that was us lip sync assassinating. Assassinating. Oh my god. We. Oh, yeah. No, we destroyed it. We re- read <laughs> we, we read that show for filth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it deserved every fucking, every fucking word. Anyway. <laughs> two, two out of ten would not recommend. Full no. stop. No, no. <laughs> and we have to be, we can't, you know, we, you know, we have to build up our reputation. <laughs> you know, we can't be like, oh, we, oh, it's great. Oh, no, you, know. you wouldn't, we would not want to be fawning <laughs> over, no, over, over things that do not deserve to be fawned over uh, <laughs> and i feel safe in the knowledge that uh, we'll be in the majority with our opinion uh, yeah the <laughs> vivian probably hates it as well okay so uh you might have seen yesterday on instagram our fancy league has got a bit of a bit of a prize at the end of the tunnel so we have a 20 euro adjusted voucher for the overall winner of the fantasy league so get your team submitted in the link in our bio and by the end of the season whoever's accumulated the most points will be helping themselves to a tasty takeaway Ooh, yes! <laughs> Get in there. Um, it, 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 I often forget to. Um, I often forget to submit a team, and Keen has to message me on the day that it's closing to be like, "Please submit a team." So, uh, if you don't have Keen messaging you separately to let you to to put a team in, but why not put like a reminder on your phone every Tuesday? Yeah, get that team in. You know what? You, you can think about what what you might order. Who knows? Do yeah. Every time you're like, "Ooh, I'd love a nice, you know, biryani." Think fancy yeah. league. <laughs> Like that's it. I think you start like it's word association. You know? yeah. Miss 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 Prawn Cracker, <laughs> Shea Brulee. Okay, that's good. I don't know where you'd get a creme brulee. I don't know where you get a creme brulee on Mariah no. Paris pepperoni pizza. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook uh, at CC That Pod, and we'll be back with episode three, the Hotel Makeover Challenge on Saturday. Ooh. Bye! This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.